Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living A Course in Miracles. This is season five, and it's called The Book Club. This is a prelude to the book club called A Holy Spirit Encounter. Welcome back. I'm very excited about the upcoming live book club starting Monday, August 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I live in Canada, so you'll have to check your time zones if you do not live in the same one as I do. The live book clubs are my favorite. I enjoy the podcast too, but interactions make this journey so much more memorable. I've accepted the role of a teacher for this book, and I hope some of you will join me and choose to share your insight and experiences as well. When I first started this journey, I also started my conversations with the Holy Spirit. I began by asking for help and assistance with my ego. I asked for guidance and input on my decision-making, and finally, sometimes begging for support with embracing the holy instant. The holy instant does require lots of practice, but if you ask for assistance, it will come easier. The Holy Spirit is our healer, our comforter, and our guide. It is so important to remember that. I have experienced all of these things. I've asked for assistance when ill to relieve pain and discomfort. I've had multiple surgeries in my life, unfortunately, (laughs) but fortunately I've had um, good surgeons and good people to help me out. And I, my last surgery was actually last summer. And with the Holy Spirit's assistance, I got through that quite easily. The Holy Spirit steps in and helps me when I ask. I've reached out for comfort when I felt scared or overwhelmed, and I've had almost instant help. I told you a story of one time when I I had a horrible dream, and I woke up frozen, and I know we've all experienced that, where you're so terrified that your body is actually immobile, you can't move it. And I immediately asked for assistance and felt my whole body instantly relax. The guide role I use daily. I ask him every day, what should I do? And put things out there for the Holy Spirit to interpret for me, then wait for a response. I know that one of my life's teachings that I'm supposed to learn is patience. I want to solve things right away. I want to decide and just do it. I've learned it is not the way. The way is to let our guide give us this, give us the answer. Let our guide show us the way. It's interesting that before I started my journey with A Course in Miracles, I felt a really deep connection to Taoism. Now, Taoism is spelled T-A-O-I-S-M, but the T is pronounced like the letter D. That's why you're hearing D-Daoism. Taoism <laughs> practices the way. The Tao can be translated, the word Tao, T-A-O, can be translated as the way. Taoists view the Tao as the connection that makes all life and movement in nature possible. They believe that the Tao is the very essence of us that returns to heaven. Christians, we call it something different. We refer to our Tao as our soul. 
The Tao is composed of two opposite energies called yin and yang. There's your balance. Like the Holy Spirit's teachings, Taoism has four teachings to navigate life. And their four basic teachings is one, patience, two, going with the flow, three, letting go, and four, harmony. It's interesting because Taoism can be traced back to long before Christ. Taoism and Hinduism Hinduism was actually the first religions. And it's amazing that thousands of years later, people are still trying to master the basic teachings of patience, going with the flow, letting go, and finding harmony. Our guide, the Holy Spirit, will show us the way and help us master the holy instant. It's not as easy as I make it sound, I know that. It is a huge struggle for most of us, and it requires that we have faith and let it happen as it should. We have come to believe that we are the masters of our destiny, that we control our fate. We have a role without question, but we have also made ourselves the driver with no navigation system, no map, no guide. The Holy Spirit is that map, that guide. All you must do is ask. Ask for the assistance. Ask for your guide. He will be there instantly. The book talks about lessons of the Holy Spirit. There are many, but there are these basic three that the book starts with. And the Holy Spirit has a lot to teach us, but it all stems from these three basic lessons. And the first one is this, and I quote it, to have, give to all, end quote. Well, that seems quite simple, but our egos confuse this idea. Our egos give with the express purpose of getting back separately. What I mean by this is that our egos have an agenda with giving. It could be to make ourselves feel better or to make someone else feel better or to make others feel better about us. Either way, it's a, it's a getting back motive. On page 105 of the text, paragraph four, sentence six says this, and I quote, you cannot perform miracles without believing it because it is a belief in perfect equality. Only one equal gift can be offered to the equal sons of God, and that is full appreciation. Nothing more, nothing less. Without a range, order of difficulty is meaningless, and there must be no range in what you offer to your brother. End quote. The book is saying that when giving, it should not be because you feel you are fulfilling a need. Mankind has no needs. The gift must be in line with a full love and appreciation of the person you are giving it to. You must feel like he or she is your equal. If you place any order of difficulty or empathy to the gift, then you've made it about you and not about giving. That's the first lesson. The second one is, and I quote, to have peace, teach peace to learn it, end quote. This one simply suggests that peaceful people 
give off that vibe. And in doing so, it resonates to those around them. Peace is something that is shared. And when it's shared, those around you will give it back to you. I understand this lesson best. I have many friends who comment about my peaceful disposition. Well, I've been preaching it to those who will listen and on my podcast for quite some time now. And in return, I've said it enough times that I started to fully embrace it. On page 108, paragraph eight, sentence three, it says this, and I quote, the second step is a positive affirmation of what you want. This then is the step in the direction out of conflict. Since it means alternatives have been considered and one has been chosen as more desirable. End quote. It becomes clear through your own admission that peace is a desired outcome for all. When you speak of it consistently through trying to explain it to others, it stands to reason that over time you'll begin to choose it as your desired living condition. It really is just a choice. Peace is achieved through choosing not to enter conflicts with other people. It's not avoidance. It becomes acceptance. Accepting that others make choices about their existence and some feel compelled to live with and in conflict habitually. When you choose not to do that, a huge shift in perception occurs and suddenly none of it affects you. It almost feels like you stand outside a circle looking in. It is the best place to be because the conflict is easy to see and easy to let go of. It's not yours anyways, and likely never was. The third and final lesson from the Holy Spirit is, and I quote, be vigilant only for God and his kingdom. This lesson teaches not only that you can be, but that you must be. You living, sorry, you learn that having rests on giving, not on getting. On page 110, paragraph seven, sentence one, it says this, and I quote, the third step is thus one of protection for your mind, allowing you to identify only with the center where God placed the altar to himself, end quote. Paragraph eight in that same section, sentence one says this, comma, quote, to teach the whole sonship without exception demonstrates that you perceives its you perceive its wholeness and have learned that it is one end quote paragraph 10 sentence 3 your vigilance is the sign that you want him to guide you vigilance does require effort but only until you learn that effort itself is unnecessary end quote and then sentence 8 says this This recognition is wholly without effort, since it is already true and needs no protection. It is the perfect safety of God. Therefore, inclusion is total and creation is without limit. The final step is your acceptance that your creator has you covered and always has. You first need to start telling yourself this every day 
until you believe it to be the truth like no other. God has your back. Always has. Always will. But to fully embrace this, you must first include all his children and remember that there are no differences. Once you see differences, then you've lost sight of God and of the wholeness of your existence. The Holy Spirit implies that the first lesson is an awareness. You're awakening to what is true and what is real. Then the second step is acceptance. Your acceptance of everyone as your equal and your brother. Then finally, the third is a fundamental change. And that's when a fundamental change occurs. This is when you've arrived at the holy instant where peace, joy, happiness, and love are all you are. The Holy Spirit is waiting, waiting for you to acknowledge and accept his help. There are no criteria for his help. He does not judge. He won't judge you. And he knows only of your true self. He knows you for who you are and who you've always been, even if you're not sure of who you are. He wants you to know you again and embrace your true self. He wants you to remember who your father is and that true love he has for you. Start a conversation. Be patient and wait. Your journey has no connection to time, and it can be assisted by the greatest guide just by asking. He's waiting for you. Thank you for listening. I will upload another episode in two weeks. It will cover more main points of the book. It'll be called The Journey Through Time. I will provide details about the live feed that'll occur the very next evening after my next podcast. So the next podcast date is August 15th, and that which is Sunday. And then the very next day, August 16th, is the live book club. And remember, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tape that. And then every two weeks, it's going to be become a, it's going to become my podcast as well. In closing, I'd like to thank you all for listening and sharing your feedback and comments with me. Please continue to do so. And review and rate the podcast as well. That would be lovely. I can be contacted by email at trifectanow3 at gmail.com. If you'd like to ask a question, share a comment, or just say hello. I did notice a few locations on the host of my podcast, Buzzsprout, that of new listeners. So I'd like to say hello to some of those new listeners. Those listeners from El Paso, Texas, from Stockbridge, Georgia, from Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania, and in my area, more people are actually joining and listening from Midland, Ontario, not Texas, Midland, Ontario. (laughs) I feel so grateful and blessed that I can share this message and teachings with all of you. It's my hope I will do some of this in person one day. Thanks for sharing the love. Remember, This is our journey. Let us together find our way. Live in this moment. It's the only one that truly matters. Always love, Denise.